Now back to the Midday Grind with Martin and Marlo on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. I figured I'd have it all by the time I retired. I'd have me a car worth at least a hundred grand. I'd get it one piece at a time, and it wouldn't cost me a dime. You know it's me when I come through your town. I'm going to ride around in style. I'm going to drive everybody wild. Next day when I punched in with my big lunch box and with help from my friend, I left that day with a lunch box full of gear. I've never Charlie you know, Kenny is not just our radio friend. He's our friend, Kenny Wallace, and when we didn't hear from him, he went silent on Twitter. I was genuinely concerned, and I don't know if he knows this. I ended up texting Rusty Wallace's son Greg, whose number I happened to hold on to, just to make sure Uncle Kenny was okay. It turns out he's just fine. But hold on, man. Over the weekend on Twitter, he put out a picture of his lovely wife in the ocean. This is before the weekend. This is before They were out there hanging out, man, having a great time. This is before that. And then the other day he said, LOL, I just got your voicemail and your text. And I was very concerned. Welcome home, Kenny Wallace. Well, thank you both. I, I I made a mistake. I did not hold a press conference before I went on my cruise. <laughs> 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 and I, and I, uh, I should have told you all. I do apologize because uh, 590 fans are big to me, and I'm sorry for missing last week. But no, you know, no, no, no. We were just making. We, we just made sure you wanted to make sure you were okay. We don't care about us. We we're just kind of con- yeah concerned. Well, well, let me tell you something. I truly believe in. You know, I don't feel sorry for me. I'm just telling you the damn truth here. In life, we live a, a, a stress-filled life. So every year, I go on this cruise. For my wife, you know, I want to do other things. like maybe go out to Colorado. But when I go on this cruise, I go, you know, I'm gone for 11 days. I come back, and I feel like it's already 2019. So take a vacation, whether you want one or not, and it changes your perspective. And so it was really good for us. I enjoyed it. And you won't believe it. Now I'm down in North Carolina picking up a new race car for my dear friend, David Stremme builds great dirt race cars, but even bigger, we just got done having lunch with one of the greatest NASCAR drivers of all time, my brother, Rusty Wallace. So uh, it's a good day. It's a good day. A little family Wallace time there in North Carolina. Yes, and then Rusty continued to chew my ass out because I cannot make his daughter's wedding in June down in Cabo because I've already booked an appearance up in South Bend, Indiana, and he was roughing me up, making me feel bad. And I said, brother, I'm still racing for a living. Oh, damn it, Herman. You're gonna, I was going to take you golfing with me. And so he roughed me up a little bit. But i got to tell you, if it were not for my brother, Rusty Wallace, I would have never made it in, in racing. You know, there's an old saying. Uh, the great Cale Yarbrough taught me something years ago. And Cale Yarbrough was one of the greatest NASCAR drivers of all time. He said, Kenny Wallace, he said, there's always somebody bigger than you. And, uh, you know, I have no problem letting everybody know how much I love my family, my brother Mike, my brother Rusty. And and Rusty Rusty moved me out of St. Louis and, and brought me down to North Carolina, started a race team for me. And, of course, I had to have the talent to drive a car. But, uh, you know, they always say, how'd you get your break? And uh, 
that's easy. It was my big brother, Rusty Wallace. So I want to let everybody know that I would not have made it without Rusty. So uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good day to tell that because we just got done having lunch. And Kenny, was Kayla Yarbrough number 28? I don't know why I would. Do you remember? Yeah. Why do I remember that? That's weird. Well, Kelly Yarbrough won three NASCAR championships. He was a man's man, meaning he was tough. Didn't he beat somebody he up tough. on the? He beat somebody up on a track one time. Yes, yes, that's what put NASCAR on the map. So here's the way that story goes. <laughs> here's the way that story goes. It's a good one. NASCAR was just a southern sport. Well, CBS Sports. You remember Wide World of Sports back in the day? Yep. They decided to carry the Daytona 500. Well, the story goes there was a northeastern, a, a nor'eastern, big snow, everything up in Boston, New York, all the big TV ratings, everybody was watching the Daytona 500 back in the 70s. And coming to the checkered flag, Cale Yarborough, Bobby Allison, Donnie Allison, they get in this big old wreck, and they get out of the car and they start fighting. And this is this is in one of the very first times the Daytona 500 was televised. And in history, we'll tell you, that's when NASCAR was put on the map when uh, what actually correctly told Cale Yarbrough, Donnie Allison fight, Bobby Allison pulls over because the race is over and he gets, he starts fighting with him. So, uh, but yeah, Cale drove the Hardy's car, number 28. So yeah. Kenny, nowadays, if two drivers get in a fight or an argument after a race, does NASCAR kind of pretend they don't like it? Oh, it's embarrassing, but deep down they really love it because it's good for business? Identical to hockey now. So, so you know, in hockey, oh, don't fight, but go ahead and fight. And now you're going to fight, we're going to put you in a penalty box. So, you know, that's the way NASCAR is. Uh, they don't want you to fight, but if you're going to fight, make sure you do it where everybody can see it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, yeah, that's the way it is. Tuesdays with Kenny, our buddy Kenny Wallace. Back. Did you say where you went? Are we allowed to know what you saw, what kind of sights you saw? We, we went to Miami early on Wednesday. Hung out in Miami on Wednesday and Thursday. On Friday, we took off on Voyager Navigator of the Seas. Uh, we went to Labadee, Haiti, which is a private island that that Royal Caribbean owns, which the island just kicks ass. I mean, it's pure sand and palm trees and all the beer you want to drink. Then we went to Aruba. I love Aruba. Great, great beach. But when I tell you, I go to these beaches. See, what I like is when you say, let's go to the beach, it doesn't mean lay out and get sun. It means lay out in the sun if you want, get in the water, but there's a really nice bar. And they had a good beer down there called Chill. And then and then after Aruba, we went to an island called uh, Bonaire. N- number one for uh, windsurfing. That was insane. These kids were windsurfing. Then we end up in Carousel is what they call it. And then we came on back and I jumped right in the holler on Monday and drove 13 hours down here in North Carolina. How about that? Sounds like fun. The world tra- and while you were gone, the Cardinals signed Bryce Harper, Manny Machado. We meant to bring you up to speed. I apologize. No, they have not done that yet. Yeah, right. They did add Paul Goldschmidt. Your squad's looking a little bit better. Still work to be done. Yeah, I see. We got Goldschmidt. That's big. Uh, Buddha was just telling me. Buddha's wondering, have we spent any of that that Fox money? No that we're getting uh, that 800 million 
you know, have we been spending that money? What's the report? Not yet. I think I think the projections right now is that the payroll will be less next year than it was last year. Now that's pending some additions here. They they've got money to spend, there's no doubt about it. And but it has I read not... that. I read that that our our payroll is like what are we down like 40, 40 million? I think it's the number I saw, but well, you know, listen, here's what I say <laughs> about my Cardinals. You know, I, I try not to embarrass myself. So we have prided ourselves on the Cardinal way and you know, homegrown athletes down in, you know, triple A, double A, whatever, you know, Springfield, Memphis. But, you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, you know what happens you know, when, when, you know, there could be three, four years where we're not producing anybody down there to bring up. So seems to me, you know, it's about right where we're at. We're just not, I mean, we got good ones, but, you know, they don't seem to be producing like we used to. All right. And how about the Wallace compound and uh, the pride of Arnold, Missouri? Do you just have lights? I know your wife makes great wreaths this time of year, but are yep. you, is your house decked out? Four grandbabies, you think it would be, but it's not because we've been so busy. We've got a nice Christmas tree up, and we got four miniature Christmas trees on the dining room table with Thomas the Train set. And every time the grandbabies come in, they point, and I sit down with them, and Thomas the Train makes about 15 laps. And, then, of course, they try to knock <laughs> the train set off. But, yeah, no lights up at the house, just too busy. Now, so if I could pay somebody to do it, Maybe I'd do that, but I'm pretty cheap. Well, I was just going to say, you can find people <laughs> to do it, but I'm going to guess that Missouri Frugal <laughs> may come into play. You got it. Yeah, we'll, I we'll, really don't really want to pay people to do it. We'll send Charlie over to do it as my assistant there, loyal assistant. I'm in. Hey, Kenny, Merry Christmas. We're a week away. We won't talk to you next Tuesday, and maybe even not the next okay. one after that. we got New Year's, so have yourself a great holiday, you and the entire family. All right. Thank you all. Bye-bye. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, jinx. There he is. Love the, it. The great Kenny Wallace is back in the States. Hold on a second, though, because you're out next week. I'll be in. Why well, can't we have Kenny on a Wednesday? Well, you can. A Thursday? I was just looking at the schedule. It looks oh, like... yeah. Sounds like you're not here. You don't really care about the guest list. <laughs> the next two Tuesdays. We'll just call you and have you on, Martin. Is it not Tuesdays with Kenny? Yeah. The next two Tuesdays, Christmas Day, New Year's Day. I'll come in and tape it on a, on a Tuesday. You'll on tape Christmas. it on a Tuesday. Christmas morning. Hey, honey, I got to run in real quick. I tape something. We'll be playing this tomorrow on the show. We, I think that week after Christmas, we're going to do a little bit of best of. You'll be here maybe, but take a let's dig into the vault a little bit. So for some of our favorite guests. Oh yeah, so many great interviews. Yeah, for sure. So many. Just I can't really, think of any off the top of my head, but uh, I'm sure there are some. Can't think of any off the top of your head. It's great. First of all, first of all, I think this is a great. Uh, Candy Cane Lane uh, topic. We'll yeah, no, uh, no this might be the There's best a, of on the 24th. The, the best of should just be called uh, Third Hour Topics. And just pick certain random, random. topics where it's, just, where it's just why in the hell we, did we spend 10 minutes on that? And just did we really, did we really talk about this? To be fair, though, if Hoff and I and Rock are coming in that day. I'll be here Christmas Eve next Monday. Or are we off next We're week? off that day. That's a good I was going to be here. I was gonna <laughs> oh, be here. I would have been in, though. I would have been here. Oh, we don't Dang. have to be here. Cue up the Costas and just loop it. You're, Listen, you're if we're coming in. to do the show on your own, Martin, and just run your own. I board. would have been here. <laughs> if we're coming in, we're not throwing to some old interviews. We're bringing fresh, hot, sizzling takes, a huge day of NBA <laughs> basketball. We'll Is break there? it all down on the day after Christmas. We'll break down all the big bowl games happening. On huge bowl days. games. We should broadcast live from Candy Cane Lane and oh just further the hoopla. Economic impact. 
I'm telling you, this is great. There's got to be outlets everywhere on that street that we can just plug into. Somebody's got a <laughs> random electrical outlet we can grab. Get it's us on fun, the man. It's a nice, cool <sighs> tradition. Because you don't live there? Yes, mark? 100%. Give them an hour when the, no, there's no cars going through. Do you think, though, because we kind of talked about this off air, if you're listing your house, do you try to hide that? Now, you got to tell Now, hold on. Maybe there's some people that actually would want to live on Candy Cane Lane and be a part of it, but I'm guessing there's also some people that maybe you really like that house. When you're listing it and you check it on Realtor.com or Zillow, do you try to not tell people that it's part of the whole Candy Cane Lane deal? you have to tell them, don't you? Why would you have to? How come the neighbor's got a 14-foot-tall Santa in his backyard? It's the middle of June. Oh, he just stores it back there. <laughs> I really the guy love... over here has got a life-size sleigh. I really love your house. You have all these great pictures in the summer. Anything in the winter? I just want to see what it looks like with post- snow on the ground. Oh, no, we don't We don't have any of those at all. Yeah, I was listening to this radio station, and they were talking about this this mess of a thing you guys do every December. It's canceled onto it anymore. It's done. Uh, Gary Kornfeld, friend of the show, has nominated his interview to be part of the best of. That's a great idea. How about that people that have Thursday. been on should nominate. Yes, I like hey, that. How about that segment I was a part of? Play that. But first, a word from our friends at Our Little Haven. And now, a special holiday letter from Our Little Haven. Dear Our Little Haven, this December, our daughter will complete her first official semester as a kindergarten student in our neighborhood school. We are so proud of her and how far she has come since that first day at Our Little Haven over a year ago. You helped our family and our daughter. We're excited for what this new year will bring as we watch her grow and thrive at her new school. Thank you for helping our daughter and our family. Happy holidays. Our Little Haven works with young children during the formative years in their lives when the care we provide can do the most good and have a lasting effect. To learn more about the services offered through Our Little Haven or to find out how you can help, visit OurLittleHaven.org. At the end of the day. Okay, when's the end of the day? At the end of the day, it's going to be tough to tell someone they might not be in it. At the end of the day, even though there's moments where you're like, oh, I, you know, I don't want to do this. That was a good transition. I like that. Um, <laughs> We're all shocked that we actually did something. <laughs> all right. We did something clean. <laughs> no, we've never, done that. we've never done it that way before. I like that. Usually we do it either at the end of the first segment or kind of at the end of the second segment. Usually we don't do it in the middle of one. Every, I liked it that way better. Every segment in the 11 o'clock hours. Well, welcome back. We're a hot show. We're a hot country. <laughs> this is a, this is a hot, hot station. show. Hot station? Frank pointed it out. We're a hot station. We've had some good interviews we lately. We're a hot country. This is a hot White House. Can Martin. you ins- get- well, That's why you're on the naughty list, because, because you're being naughty right now, complaining about <laughs> decorations. I'm going to uppercut Father Christmas. I'll punch, punch him. Can punch you? I'll, I'll punch his beard off. <laughs> can, you, can you insert, we're a hot, and then just put station. Have Charlie just cut. Station. Hold on, and put that in there. You ready? You ready? Three, two, one. We are a hot station. <laughs> done. That's how true radio is done. Uh, all right, you were mentioning how Patrick Berglund, for some reason, is very upset in Buffalo, so he's just he's refusing Skip to. Skip the flight. He's well, he is in Buffalo. He's kind of pulling, true. He's kind of pulling like an Andrew Bynum when he went out of Cleveland. He just decided one practice. Every time he had the ball, he was just going to shoot it, no matter where he was on the court. <laughs> that was his way of getting out of Cleveland. This is post-LeBron when they were really bad. It worked. They got rid of him. Another former Blue recently traded away within the last year or so is also in trouble. Uh, this is Yori Laterra. He is going to be prosecuted in a drug ring investigation in Scandinavia. Ooh. This news coming out today. It could be worse, Blues fans. <laughs> See, look. Okay. We're not happy with where the Blues are in the standings, but you could have a player like Bergie not showing up. You could have another former player like Yori going to jail potentially for drug charges. We had a lot of Bergie not showing up. 
but he was there. No. I'm Physically, serious. he was there. That guy's a no-show. And then Laterra, the shocker, was that he was actually able to score some drugs. Yeah. He, he delivered on something. I'll tell you what, out. though. Oh, hey. This is a hot show. <laughs> this is a hot show. If you're Lori, Yori Laterra, you are laughing are your way country. to this the bank. This is a hot White House. I don't think you're laughing now. If you're, okay, if you're but Laterra, I'm saying. Chuck, if you're being, no. no. This is a federal investigation. What I'm saying is he came to the United States and the NHL and had one really strong season. And because of that weird deal with coming from the KHL, became a free agent, or he would have been right off the bat, and he got paid. And he basically shut her down. Well, I'm not a big fan of yours either. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Laterra for Trump. Not a big fan of yours either. Here's the third one. You are a rude, terrible person. I feel like if I play one or two of the Trump cuts, I got to play them all. Oh, yeah. That's kind of how I feel. I still like the football one. Mm. Those teams, good football huh? team. Good football he was teams. right though. Missouri might finish nine and four this year. They he might. was a little ahead. Of, he was ahead of the curve. He was. He saw all the good work that Barry Odom was doing. Four and eight the year he said it. Maybe Illinois was whatever they were too. And so they're on. building though. Oh, Lovey yeah. got that extension. Yeah, yeah. We got a bowl game tonight. Um, the Boca Raton Bowl. UAB Northern Illinois. Who you got? Six p.m. tonight. ESPN. A UAB favorite by two and a half. I'll take Northern Illinois. I like them in bowl games. Okay. I feel like you always have to take the Southern team, right? You just got to roll with this because of the storyline. I mean, this is a program that was dead two years ago, and now what? they're playing in a bowl. UAB Ooh. was. UAB came, they uh, shut their they program shut down, down their football program three years ago. They brought it back two years ago. It was gone for one year, and now they're already back in a bowl game. That's fantastic. By the way, the Great sponsor storyline. of the Boca Raton Bowl is uh, Sherabundi, which is a uh, um, some cherry juice beverage company. Vince Gelini stole from you the other day, weekend morning. Vince Gelini was doing How the— dare he? Headline News Express, or whatever they call it, and he did a sports segment with the female, and he had a list of bowl games. Does this female have a Hi, name? Or I'm the female. Or is that what I, she, I don't know is who that she was. Some broad. No. I call her, hey, no. at my house, I call them females. Hey, who's that female? I don't know the name of the woman okay, he was on with. This piggybacking off the email you got no. last week about there's, no, there's nothing about wrong with the describing sense. it. He was sitting there with you a female. Is, is it a human female person. or? Female. He was sitting there with a female. Is it, I'm, just, I'm just asking. Just, female's What's not wrong with that? There's, not, descri- the there's not enough description there. I say the female? As if that was a proper I'm sorry. name. Female what? The female host. I should have. He was sitting with the female host and he had a list. Of made-up bowl games and real ones, and she had to pick if it was real or fake. Uh, it was sort of akin to your bowl quiz the other day. Uh, next topic. Next topic. We're staying on the topic of football. We are 15 weeks into the NFL season. Uh, week 15 just wrapped up last night with the terrible Monday night game, but the big story in August, beginning of the year, was the Raiders trading Khalil Mack to the Bears for reasons still not understood. The month of September was John Gruden wondering why they didn't have a pass rush. Now, 15 weeks into the season, the stats are as follows. Khalil Mack, 12 and a half sacks. The Oakland Raiders, 12. <laughs> Khalil Mack has outsacked an entire team. I have to say, though, I thought last night's game was really good. Really? It was low scoring. Boring. At the end of the game there. I mean, it's right there hanging in the balance. End of the game. End, end of the of game, the end of the day. Boring. It was a boring game. It's a defensive struggle, man. But Drew Brees and Sean Payton, second winningest coach quarterback combo. And you think, yeah, they've won a lot of games. 117, that's a lot. Brady Belichick, 205. They're not wow. even in the same zip code. It's like you and the Hill versus 
Glendale Chuck? St. Louis Hills. St. Louis Hills. No, I'm just saying the distance there. The gap is incredible. I mean, the Patriots, what? What do they average? About 13 wins for yeah. 15, 16, 17 years? 205 together. 12 points. I think it's like 12 points something. Um, by the way, I think we do actually know <laughs> why they traded Khalil Mack. That's where it came out like last week. Uh, Mark Davis refused to give him the contract he wanted. The agent and him had a tiff. So Mark Davis decided, I'm going to trade everyone who you represent on my team. Guess who else is represented by the same Mark guy who Cooper. represents Khalil Mack? There it is. Oh, fun. They got traded because Mark Davis had a tip with an agent. What a fun. Sounds about right. What a fun franchise. I hate to end at the end of the day on a sad note, but just breaking news, if you're a fan of the show, uh, Penny Marshall, Laverne of Laverne and Shirley has passed away. What? I'm five years old. Really? Yep. You know what she's TMZ friends with? just released that. Uh, Was she ill, I guess? That's uh, let sad. Wow. Go to her Wikipedia page Laverne and, and Shirley, I had no idea. Yeah. Became a great director. Thelma and Louise, maybe? Is that right? Mm, I don't know about that. League of Their Own, she maybe? Found, she was found in her home on Monday. This doesn't sound good. The, uh, we've learned the cause of death per TMZ was complications from diabetes. Aww. So rest in peace, Penny Marshall. She was friendly with Jim Edmonds. Like, oh, was she was she a really? big baseball fan. He played for the... He said, true story. He said one time she had a party or something at her house. He said, unbelievable collection of baseball memorabilia. In the basement of Laverne's. She was Laverne, right? Yeah, she was Laverne. She was. And that is the end of the day. Wow. That Sorry, is kinda, I'm downer, that's a Chuck somber moment. News. I'm trying to check out her uh, history here. Penny Marshall, I think she directed movie. League of Their Own. She was a she, film producer for a while, too, I think. She was, yeah, I think her brother was Gary Marshall. Married to Rob Reiner for a time, I think. Is Sounds that right. Yeah. We could probably look all of this up. We're not going to. It's the end of the show. No, I am we'll right the, now. We'll Chuck, you look all that up. The hard reminder. line will cover this next They're going to get... Rammer would love this topic. Movies that Penny Marshall was affiliated with, other than A League of Their Own. How about directing a great movie, 1988, Big, starring oh. Tom Hanks. Oh. Awakenings, 1990. A League of Their Own, 92. The Preacher's Wife, that was Denzel and Whitney Houston, 96. It's a nice... Uh, Pretty good run. Slate right there. Rest in peace, Penny Marshall. Now I'm going to text Edmonds to confirm that that story was slightly accurate. I'm pretty sure that's how I remember it. I was there, Chuck. I remember it. One o'clock, doors open at Fast Eddie's in Alton, <laughs> Illinois. Got a nice little warm-up today in the 50s. Get outside on the patio. They've always got the heat lamps going. Plenty of space at Fast Eddie's. So if you throw that impromptu office party for Christmas, head on over there. Ten of you, 20 of you, doesn't matter. They can accommodate. One o'clock, doors open. That's Monday through Thursday. Then on the weekends, it's 11 a.m. Do the full Stravager. Order <laughs> the entire menu. The Fat Eddie Burger. We're talking about a half-pound burger with cheese for like two-something. It's unbelievable. The pricing is great. Food is great. It's Alton, Illinois. You heard Kenny mention an island called the Bonaire. And I wanted to say, is Fast Eddie's, he's got his own island now? He's got his own street. The Bonaire, they do. They bought the street from the city of Alton. Put the outdoor patio, great spot, an old-fashioned roadhouse, kind of like an old Route 66 place to hang out. Stop by if you haven't been in a while. It's Fast Eddie's Bonaire in Alton, Illinois, Clark Bridge. Turn right as you enter Alton, and you cannot miss it. Uh, we'll be checking. I think we're going to check in with Eddie tomorrow. We'll find oh, out if he is aware that there's an island called the Bonaire. That's it for a hostile Chuck and for Hoff <laughs> and for Rockio. Hardline coming your way next.